재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Saturdays are freshly served around here. We talk about lifestyle and leisure trends, and more often than not, food and drink. We are joined by Matt Chung. He is a chef, a food consultant, an all-around bon vivant, and he knows a lot about a lot. Matt, hello, welcome. Howdy, howdy. So apparently we're talking about weddings. Yeah, it's on my mind recently. I mean, I have to admit, I'm in the middle of planning my own wedding currently. Mm-hmm. I think we got to that headline last week, didn't we? I think we might have mentioned it very briefly. So, so you're a, you're a taken man. Women, reach for your hankies, put on the Adele. Matt Chung is taken. See, I wouldn't catch it so much that way. I'd be more like, wow, okay, like I, I was on a sinking ship and I finally found my lifeboat. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit more like it. you found that piece of flotsam that mm-hmm. you could cling to. No, you fell in love with uh, someone who must be a fantastic woman. You want to show her the day of her lifetime. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of stiff competition out there because, I mean, if you really think about it, like, okay, what's the best wedding you've been to? I went to a wedding in Barbados at mm. one point. Uh, the, um, the bride and groom had a beachside thing and there were steel drums and rum and all those things. And, uh, you, you know, we went snorkeling afterwards and it was like a scene from uh, Finding Nemo. So they're on the coast of the Caribbean island of Barbados. Uh, I'll remember it forever. See, I think this right here is like a little sneak preview of what's to come because I think that there is a definite difference between Korean and Western weddings. Okay. And so the best wedding I've been to in recent years was one that was so well organized. You know, we, okay. were, we got in and it wasn't fast. You know, the, the couple, they wanted to have, you know, a, a day where they could t- take their time. Close friends were invited. It wasn't uh-huh. 500 people. Yeah. But – Everything just went so smoothly. And maybe it's just because of my own experience running events. But to see everyone just follow the schedule. Yes. Meals were served hot. Amazingly hard to come by. Uh, when, to see that the details were paid attention to and there was absolute mindfulness about the flow of the event is an impressive thing. It really is, especially when they go at such a breakneck pace as they do here in Korea. Korean weddings, I'm going to put my cards right on the table, Mm. are a little too fast. Mm -mm. You know, even the beautiful ones, they turn around and you're out the door uh, before you even realized you've entered in the first place. I mean, there's kind of a reason for that, though. Because of the way that people invite their guests to their weddings, right? So in America, in the West, you have a set guest list Uh and then you have a seating arrangement. And so you know who's going to show up and hopefully they all do. But here in Korea, what you do is you print out about 500 invitations and you spread them out to everyone you know. Yep. And because of this... People end up going to so many more weddings per year than they do in the United States or elsewhere in the West. Mm-hmm. And when you're going to you know, a dozen or two weddings per year, it can get kind of old. So I don't think that you want to really stay there for longer than you have to. Because, sure, your close friends, your family will be there. But your father's co-workers will be there. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I get it. So you want to make this uh, process relatively painless. Right. Because the act of receiving the invitation in and of itself is... part of the experience. Uh That's the time when you get to catch up with people you haven't seen in ages. You give them a call and you sit down, you have coffee, you know, someone you went to college with whom you haven't seen since graduation. It's a time Uh to do that. In the process of distributing the invites. Right, right. I wondered because somebody wanted to have lunch and give me a wedding invitation. I was like, okay, yeah, I know you're having a wedding. Just tell me the date. I'll go. Uh, But that's part of the ritual. I didn't quite realize that about a Korean wedding. 
you know, I, I think a Western wedding can be nice because you do filter down to those people uh, that you consider really the inner circle. Mm. Um, generally speaking, you're not accepting uh, cash in the same way that a Korean wedding, uh, you know, by tradition kind of self-funds. It's a different way of doing things. And so you're expected a Western wedding to spend, what, six, eight, possibly more hours with your wedding party. Right. And, you know, given the frequency of destination weddings, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, there, there's a lot more commitment on the part of the invitee. Okay. You know, and then, you know, you have things like wedding gifts and registries as well. You know, that's an entire industry, you know, out in the United States. Whereas here, we have more of an envelope industry where, you, you know, you, you, you give them cash, you know, 50,000 if you're somewhat close. That's the basic one. Yeah. And, and 100,000 if yeah. you're a little bit closer. You sound like in your couple, you might be the logistics nerd. Both of us are actually. So both of us are uh, in event-related careers. Mm -hmm. So we – it's nice just because we're able to get things done very, very quickly. But at the same time, we have very strong opinions about certain things. Yeah. And while we've developed our communication style so it doesn't devolve into, you know, hair pulling and, you know, throwing plates across the room. Yes. At the same time, it is a challenge when someone can stand their ground just as firmly as as you can. Fair enough. So sketch this out for me. What is the Matt Chung wedding extravaganza, broadly speaking, going to be like? So here's the thing. When we took a look at what we wanted to do and what we wanted out of this event, we figured we had to make some kind of compromise one way or another. If we went to, uh, with a Korean-style wedding, we'd be compromising all those aspects of the Western-style wedding that we want to do. And if we want to do a Western-style wedding, that in, its, in and of itself is a hard thing to pull off here. Mm-hmm. So we decided what's the one thing we did not want to compromise on, and that's... Food. Not food. Really? We didn't want to get married next year. We want to get married in about four months. Okay. So that... Step up the timetable. Right. So so it's been a mad dash for a venue, but we've narrowed it down to two. One of them is a brewery. Love it. Right. Located right here in Seoul. They can fit... 130, 150 people. There's an outdoor area for a beautiful ceremony in September. Inside, we can have craft beer, we can, you know, ribs, mac and cheese, not your usual Korean uh, buffet uh, fare. That is a wonderful idea. I really like it. Uh, the other one is this gorgeous, gorgeous Hanok, uh, Korean style house up by Pukansan. And But, you know, we were thinking, oh, it's going to be nice, you know, know, outdoor space, Hanok. But you go out there, you're really in the middle of the mountain range, just surrounded by trees, fog on the mountainside. And when we're going to be looking to get married, like in September, that's just before the trees start to turn color. So they're really lush and full at that time. Right. Wow, that's quite a dichotomous pair. You've got two extremes there, sort of immersed in nature And, uh, you know, next to the beer taps and next to the rib grills. Right. I mean, it's a hard thing to choose, especially just because I think that certain people, you know, on uh, each of our parents' side have strong opinions about one or the other. But ultimately, we're not to make a choice or, you know what, do both. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do one in in the U.S. maybe that's uh, a little bit more laid back. I don't know when I, you know, I've never been married. Perhaps I'll never be married. But um, when I conceptualize a wedding, there's always an outdoor element. And the vast bulk of uh, my imaginary resources and planning goes into the food. In Mm -hmm. other words, like some sort of four or five or six 
catering stations mm-hmm. where there is something just utterly exquisite, like entire grilled salmons or, or entire sirloins or what have you. And it's just like the top floor hotel grill that you imagine in your mind kind of thing. Tell you what, if that day ever happens for you, and it will, Kurt, don't you worry. <laughs> if that day ever happens, I'll put you in touch with some people because catering in Korea has gotten very, very good. Has it gotten good? Yeah, no, there are, there are a lot of companies out there. Um, not, not so much the catering companies, but restaurants. Restaurants have in, uh, invested a lot in their mobile cooking equipment. Yeah. So there are, uh, there are crews out there that can give you that magical day that you've wanted ever since you're a little girl. That's right. I, I'll wish upon a star. Um, one thing that I notice about Korean weddings mm-hmm. is that uh, they put a heck of a lot of time into the pre-wedding photos. Mm. Uh, every single couple has got a photo album that looks like it was uh, shot by Prince Charming and uh, in, in Fantasyland, you know? The couple looking longingly at each other or off together into the distance and uh, dressed to a tee and just sort of a fantasy-inducing set of uh, photographs. You know what? And it's kind of nice because I think everyone growing up to a certain extent has... had that fantasy, not necessarily being a prince or princess, of being a movie star. Mm. And I think that's what's really about, is yeah. to you know, be able to have a couple of photos, you know, dressed to the nines, and just you know, looking stunning. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to go out in the park, or you're going to find a castle, or where are you guys going to shoot yours? Uh, it's probably all going to go up on Instagram. Yeah? Well, come on. What do you get? No, actually, honestly, that, that, that's what, where you should have, in the brewery is where you should have the engagement photos, clinking glasses. And, I, I, think, I think that's what we're going to do. So because of uh, the, the, the worlds that we work in, uh, we, I think we're not going to hire a wedding photographer per se, but I think an event photographer. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is just have it all done that day, save some money instead of doing the pre-engagement photos. And you know, this all kind of speaks to the difference, though, in the way you plan out your wedding. Uh-huh. You know, so it, the difference is in, here in Korea, the majority of couples will go through a wedding planner because most wedding venues, they have one on staff. Yeah. And so, you know, it, they just they can organize everything for you. But in the U.S., the number is actually close to 70% of the people who plan the weddings themselves. I think people in, in the U.S. kind of like the process of planning a wedding and picking out flowers and all that stuff. And it's almost a do-it-yourself mentality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, you can tell by the number of, like, large box hardware stores there are in every neighborhood, right? right? Yeah. yeah. It, so it fits with that mentality. So, you know, here in Korea, you have things like wedding photos for the uh, pre-wedding. But in the U.S., you have bachelor and bachelorette parties. That is a crucial ritual in a Western mindset, I think, is to get uh, the the bachelor, bachelorette out, enjoying themselves, uh, having a bit of debauchery, feeling silly, usually wearing strange costumes and uh, drawing inappropriate attention to themselves. Yeah, and that vague feeling of regret that occurs. That's right. That's the real backbone of a marriage right there. (laughs) That is the Nothing like mutual shame Mm -hmm. to bind a couple together. Um, So, yeah, bachelorette parties. Some of the recent weddings that I've been to that I kind of respect the most are these just minimalist Mm -hmm. weddings. You don't have to sit through courses and wait to be served and this and that. Um, They're a little bit like the craft beer wedding that you are conceptualizing. It's like, hey, guys, for the first hour, all the beer and snacks are on me. Mm -hmm. Laugh it up. And uh, then after that, you you can buy stuff on your own. I went to a wedding like that uh, last year, and it was lovely, you know? Um, It was a simple ceremony. Uh, Actually, it was a traditional ceremony. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where they front-loaded it. But then the sort of depuri after the party was just 
really casual. And it's nice, too, because I think there's one institution of the American wedding, two words that's just so important, open bar. Open bar, mm-hmm. but only for the first hour or so. <laughs> um, vows, what are you going to do vow-wise? Are you going to lean towards a Korean traditional feel? Are you going to write your own vows? What are you going to do? I think I'm just going to do like I do for the show and just wing it. Just but, wing it. No, um, hey, baby, I, glad I, you came. Mm-hmm. I, I, You, you, you read my notes already. Yeah. yeah no, I, I think I think what we're going to actually air a little bit more traditional on that side because I think both of us are a little bit more on the romantic side. So. I, I, I would mm. do that that way too. Mm-hmm. I tend to be an old timer and, and conservative about that. And I think another form of tradition that I think we're going to stick to is the idea of pebek. Uh-huh. So pebek usually occurs right after the wedding, and it's this very, very traditional ceremony. The bride and the groom, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll dress in hanbok. And there is this aspect to pebek where the woman, she, they'll throw, was it chestnuts or walnuts? Isn't it rice? I thought it was rice. No? I, I, I think it's either chestnuts or walnuts. And they, and they're, Catch them. Yeah, they're thrown, and then the, wife, and then the, the bride catches them. Yes. And apparently the number that you catch is the number of children you're going to have. Wow. So, that, so that's something I think we're going to do because it, it's fun, and I think sure. that it's just one of those things you, you only do once in your life. I'll tell you, the, one of the most beautiful things I saw in a uh, Korean wedding, it was at a wedding hall, and everything about it was more or less Western, but the Western groom went over to the Korean parents and mm-hmm. did a deep... you know, forehead to ground bow mm-hmm. to the parents. Not a dry eye in the house when that happened. Oh, that's, yeah, that is a very nice part of the wedding. I do think that even with most modern weddings, that's something that most people tend to hear too. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of the pre-wedding expenses because part of that is the hanbok that the mothers wear. And sometimes the fathers will also wear hanbok, and those are gifts given by the bride and the groom to their respective mother and fathers-in-law. Yeah. But nowadays, for the fathers, it's usually a nice suit that they tailor for them. And, you know, and a lot of that is just for that moment. Yeah. You know, to, it's the kind of final goodbye, thank you for allowing me to marry your daughter, thank you for allowing me to marry your son. I've got a little crib note on my monitor from our control room. It says, uh, in those traditional things, they throw chestnuts and or dates The Mm -hmm. things that start green and then turn red over Mm -hmm. time. Have we covered everything that we want to about weddings? Is there any detail that we've missed that we should uh, talk about? Well, I want to go back to that point that you you made earlier about modern Korean weddings kind of being smaller, a little bit more intimate. There's actually a term for that. They're known as house weddings. Okay. So a lot of the times you'll have these nice estates. uh, They're in the city and they've been converted into these smaller wedding venues. So the larger ones will fit 500 plus. These will fit about two to 300. And they usually are a little bit more expensive because they'll usually limit one wedding a day. So you're not ushered out there. They're not putting up the banners for the next couple while the people are still eating their food. And And this is something that's really starting to catch on. Matt Chung, he is a very knowledgeable chef and food consultant, and he is engaged. Tune in to future editions of Freshly Served to see whether he chooses the brewery wedding or the outdoor countryside wedding. Matt, it's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure.